encouragement Monday through Friday. I'm glad you've joined us again today. Our scripture reading today comes from Psalm 37, verses 1 through 9. And this is what the word of the Lord says. Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Do not be envious of wrongdoers. For they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it only tends to evil. For the evildoer shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. This is God's word. Now, the point of the psalm is obvious, isn't it? Fret not yourself. How many times does it say that? In other words, stop worrying. Chill out. Get a grip for heaven's sake. And this is a good word for today, I think, because I've noticed something recently that is concerning. I'm meeting more and more Christians, genuine followers of Jesus, who seem to be increasingly motivated by fear. These good people are carrying guns with them everywhere. They even bring them to church. They're locking doors relentlessly, even in the face of no obvious threat. They're compulsively building walls around their kids, trying mightily to make sure that nothing negative can ever happen to them spiritually or physically. Now, certainly, we ought to pay attention to what's going on around us, and we ought to use good judgment and common sense to guard against harm. No argument. That's common sense. But unfortunately, common sense seems to be fading, and fear appears to me at least to be taking its place in many believers' hearts. And that's a problem. It's a problem in a couple of ways. First, when fear becomes the controlling factor for our actions, we never come to an end of trying to satisfy its demands. Fear comes from the devil and it's an insatiable taskmaster. We think our fears will go away if we carry a gun. But in fact, they only increase, and so we buy a bigger gun. We think our fears will be relieved by locking our doors. But in reality, locking a door can't keep fear from walking right into our hearts again. So we lock more doors. Or we add locks to doors that we hadn't even considered locking before. We think our fears for our children will go away if we can just build a wall high enough to protect them. But having built the wall, our fears still don't go away. So we try to build an even higher wall yet to keep them safe. And of course, the problem with all this is that we can never do enough to satisfy our lust for safety. We can never do enough to get rid of our fears. This is because you can never quench an inner fear by protecting against an outer danger. No matter how safe we try to make our outer world, our inner world refuses to be satisfied. To quench our inner fears, we have to have an inner remedy.
And that leads us to the second problem. As this psalm tells us, God's remedy for inner fear isn't outer security, it's trust in himself. And our problem is that we're forgetting how to trust in God. Trusting God is an inner cure for an inner problem called fear. The real reason so many of us are carrying guns and locking doors and building walls is because we don't really trust God to take care of us any longer. Now, we will rebel against that answer, but that doesn't make the answer untrue. In this world, bad things happen to good people. And after we've done all that common sense demands, we simply don't have the power to prevent those things from happening anyway. And because we know that's true, our fears keep jerking us around like a rag doll in a terrier's mouth. There's only one way out. We have to go back. We have to commit our way to the Lord and trust in Him once again. And the psalm promises us He will act. Now, there's no guarantee, of course, that He'll keep any disaster from befalling us. But that's His business, isn't it? Here's what He says. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in His way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. For the evildoer shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. Let's pray. Father, help us to hear your words today. Help us to reject fear as what it truly is one of the devil's most powerful tools for distracting the saints' trust in you. Help us to do what makes sense, and when we have done all, to rest our hearts in you. Hear our prayer for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thanks for joining us again today. We'll look forward to having you with us again next Monday.